need some low cost, low tox tips for your home and mental and physical health. That is the second edition of my solo shows today on the Low Tox Live podcast. Welcome to the Low Tox Life Podcast. I'm Alex Stewart, your host. Today is show 249, and as promised a few weeks ago, I am back to cover the other pillars of leading a low tox life with a special solo edition focused on cost-saving ideas uh, or just simply simplifying things because we often think we need all the things. And look, sometimes we do. You know, I have been through SIRS, chronic, uh, illness, a chronic illness related to biotoxin poisoning, and I have needed a lot of things. That, that is a time where a lot of additional support, a lot of tools, a lot of tech, a lot of tips and tricks help. But there are also a lot of things that we can do to move the needle for our health, to move the needle for the planet, and they don't have to cost a lot. In fact, there are a lot of free things that we can do, and sometimes we forget that. Or sometimes it's about reframing expensive things and actually realizing that in the long run, if we do it once and do it well, that initial expense might actually continue to pay off and uh, have a saving in the long run for many years to come. And our kids as well, if we really get that part right. You know, long gone are the days where we inherit uh, grandpa's secateurs, uh, as Costa tells his beautiful story uh, about that often uh, when he gives talks, Costa Georgiatis. Um, but I really think those days need to come back. We need to be inheriting the frying pans. We need to be inheriting good quality things that can be passed down. And it's not always possible. I mean, if you inherit glassware from your grandparents, it's probably not a great idea to use because it's probably going to contain lead. So today I'm unpacking a few really practical things we can do for our home, mental and physical health uh, that don't have to cost a lot, that are often free uh, and where reframes are required when it does have a price tag uh, to have a saving in the long run. I'm covering it all today. So I'm going to hook into that in a little minute. We have amazing sponsors for you this September. I talked about needing tips, tricks, and tools. And one of the things that I really, actually everything uh, in the September podcast offers has been hugely helpful to me uh, during times of chronic illness. And uh, I can't think of anything more precious to me than my dehumidifier. <laughs> Uh, dehumidifiers are worth their weight in gold and Oz Climate is our major sponsor. Uh, you have 10% off until the end of 2023, all of their Winix air purifiers and dehumidifiers. It's funny this week, in fact, uh, there's been some backburning in preparation for the summer here in uh, New South Wales, where I live. And backburning is controlled burning of um, excess grasses. Uh, and foliage that can contribute to fires starting up and spreading really fast. And it's a very common practice. Uh, and uh, the smoke has been pretty incredible. So having our Winix air purifiers in the bedrooms while we sleep, 
closing those windows where we normally sleep with the windows open, you have to think about uh, which is better for your uh, health overall. Yes, fresh air is great, but if the fresh air is contaminated with smoke, then that's not so fresh. And that's when the air purifiers come on. So 10% off your code is LOWTOXLIFE. Uh, Oz Climate is a wonderful Australian-based business. I'm sorry for the internationals. Uh, I know you hear me bang on about this every week. Um, and you're probably fast-forwarding by now because you're like, oh, yeah, Oz Climate. Um, but I will say, and I will put in the show notes, actually, one of my favorite US brands is Air Doctor. Uh, they really check out on multiple levels. I know our US friends are affected by wildfires as much as we are here by bushfires. And increasingly so, as we know, with climate destabilization. Um, and uh, and so that's a great brand too. So I'll pop that in the show notes for, for anyone listening uh, from North America. Now, the next sponsor who was hugely helpful for me in a time of chronic illness and recently when I broke my foot, first fracture ever, uh, and it was a, a, a very annoyingly bad luck split second moment where my 45 kilo dog saw a rat in the bushes, yanked me over just as I was stepping down uh, a cement step and uh, my, my foot made a shape. I really hope no one's foot out there ever, ever makes or a sound for that matter. Um, uh, yeah, <laughs> so red light therapy is of course hugely important. We had the fantastic giveaway a couple of weeks ago, if you listen to the show live, uh, and we were able to give the gorgeous Nina, a podcast listener, the wonderful desktop red light therapy um, light uh, panel, sorry. And Daniel actually lent this panel to me when I had the broken foot because it was really easy to just put it on the stand in front of where I would um, work and rest on the couch in those first few weeks and uh, and just do a quick session a couple of times a day. Like we're talking six to 10 minutes tops. That's all you need. Uh, and red light therapy has so much research behind it now. It's, it's I mean, just, uh, you know, near infrared, red light panel therapy study, and just put those words into your uh, URL browser search, and you will see infinite amounts of studies that have been done, everything from mitochondrial support to tissue and bone healing acceleration uh, to ATP production support. Uh, so if you're feeling anything from fatigued chronically or otherwise, periodically, high stress, uh, recovering from illness, recovering from uh, tears or breakages to bones, or you're in perimenopause and you need more support for your bones. I could go on and on and on about why a red light panel might be a great idea. Uh, they also at Block Blue Light have, of course, all of their amazing blue light blocking uh, tools. Um, one of my absolute faves is the beautiful padded um, sleep mask that has space for your eyes on the inside so it doesn't go directly on your eyes. And I, I really love that. Those masks always used to bug me. But I need a mask. I sleep in the city. Uh, and so I, I really need that ambient um, light to be cut out as I'm sleeping. And I love that mask. Also love the Sweet Dreams light bulbs. That's what we have on in the living room at home uh, and in our bedside table situations. And then my son adores his uh, reading light. And they actually now have a multi-mode lamp. 
So I'll put some of our favorites in the show notes uh, if you wanted to peruse those. But you have 15% off store-wide. Life 15 is your code for that. And by the way, uh, we have actually just switched to anyone who sponsors the podcast, the code being Life. Uh, from next month onwards because we recognize that that is just going to be so much easier for all of us and then I can't stuff up code when I'm reading out the intros. Last thing I want to talk about is the wonderful Nordic Naturals uh, and I want to focus on a couple of things about the brand itself because fish oil is something that everyone just a lot of people think or uh, you know your doctor might just say go grab a fish oil from the chemist and they might not necessarily mention a brand or mention what to look for and mention even dosages and just let you follow what things say on the back and not oil, not oil, not all fish oils are the same. Uh, don't try saying that after tequila. In fact, try to cut down on the tequila. <laughs> um, but Nordic Naturals offers the only 100% Arctic cod liver oil on the market no fish body oils, no synthetic vitamins or additives are ever used. Uh, no other brand can actually honestly make that claim. Uh, so let that kind of sink in. Nordic Naturals, basically their commitment is to start with fish very low on the food chain, which is a great head start because you then have naturally way less impurities or heavy metals. So all of their products, even if you're looking at the Arctic cod liver oil, which is um, what we're featuring this month, but the whole range is only using Arctic cod, anchovy and sardine. They're all very high in omega-3 fatty acids, EPA and DHA. And they um, have their harvesting happens in the cleanest waters of the world. So it's tested by independent laboratories as well. And I love that they don't just test for heavy metals, but they actually test for over 210 other environmental contaminants. So that's where you can have the confidence around um, not having PCBs or PFAS in your fish oil. And some people worry about the flavorings, uh, but the natural lemon flavoring, for example, is derived from natural lemon oil, a concentration from the rind specifically. And uh, even the strawberry, for example, while it's not actually strawberry, it is a blend of other natural ingredients which create a perceived aroma of strawberry. A lot of people freak out about the word flavor and rightly so, it's often super dodgy. Um, but you can, even if you really wanna be very, very additive free, you can go for unflavored uh, in terms of even natural additives. Some people really worry, uh, overly so I might say, about rosemary extract. Uh, which is used in a minute amount uh, as a natural oil stabilizer. Um, if you were somehow worried about that, you could go for the prenatal. So there are, there's something for everybody in the range. It's a beautiful quality product and you have 15% off with the code LOTOX over at the TheraHealth Australia website. Um, so all the details for these are in the show notes, of course. But if you wanted to jump across to the website, you could also just head straight over and uh, and go shopping. Thera Health is spelled T-H-E-R-A. Uh, okay, so that is our sponsors. Enjoy. And now let's hook into some ideas and practical suggestions for the home. And you heard me talk about a dehumidifier there in the intro. I'm going to talk about it again, and I'm going to 
tell you why I genuinely believe this is one of the most powerful, cost-saving, health-saving appliances you could consider for your home in the long run. So the average uh, place is going to have some sort of slightly more humid time of the year. Uh, There are very few places that are completely dry all year round. Uh, But there are even, I mean, you know, we even noticed myself being quite sensitive to mold, obviously, if you know my story. Um, In Europe in the summertime, I had a look at my hygrometer, which I travel with. I'm not ashamed to say a hygrometer is basically a little tool that you can see what the humidity in the air is all the time. Uh, You can actually get one of those from the Oz Climate website. And uh, it was sort of around 30s and, and 40s. It was so much more bearable than the summer here in Sydney, for example, where humidity can be 70s and 80s, uh, even if it's not raining. It's February is torture for a, a middle-aged woman in Sydney. I'm pretty sure most listeners would agree who come from there. Um, but dehumidifying and just being conscious by having a hygrometer in the first place will tell you if your home needs dehumidifying on the whole or maybe even a section of your home. So we know in the southern hemisphere the south side tends to be shadier uh, that's the north side of a house or apartment will tend to be shadier in the northern hemisphere. And you know I've, I'm sitting here in my south side of the apartment and it's 53% humidity. Now that's fantastic. It's under 60. We always want to make sure that our indoor air humidity is under 60%. It's not always going to be super easy, especially if you're having a really rainy patch. Um, But just for your everyday care as a a metric for success, keeping it under 60% as often and as much as you can is dramatically going to decrease the uh, impact mold might have on um, starting to grow in dust and feed off dust and and the moisture is what encourages that and over 60% humidity is what's creating that environment for the mold to proliferate. So get yourself a hygrometer and that little $20 investment and you can get one of those online anywhere in the world uh, is going to be a fantastic way for you to start keeping an eye when I'm making a long cook stock or when the families are having showers one after the other. Whoa, the bathroom's 95% humidity. Uh, let's get that dehumidifier on. One of those little air extractor fans is not going to move the needle. Uh, so dehumidifiers for me, while they cost money now, they are a huge investment in uh, home health preventative measures against mold growth. So you might need one in each uh, area, like one in each bathroom. Uh, If you've got upstairs, downstairs, you don't want to be moving it around, get a little compact unit for the bathrooms so that when the family members who live in the house are showering, then they pop it on afterwards and it just dries the air out. Now, here's how you save in terms of that. You're going to have to re-grout and re-silicone less often because you're not going to get the mold growth anymore in those situations or nearly as much as you might if you weren't fully drying out your bathroom after showers. So that is a cost saving or a tradie cost saving if you're not going to do it yourself. 
Um, you're also not going to have to be cleaning mold off surfaces. You're also not going to have to be throwing out shoes and bags from uh, built-ins if you're keeping your humidity low in the house. That then has a planet-saving effect on less things going to landfill. So a lot of people freak out about appliances and think, oh, but it's this big bulky plastic thing. And yeah, we have a long way to go when it comes to being able to effectively recycle those sorts of things. I get that. But the amount of stuff I see living here uh, in a densely populated suburb thrown to the curb with mold on it, when I know it's not all water damaged buildings, it's not all leaks and floods, it's sunny, it's dry at the moment, but people aren't managing their indoor air humidity, which is the other half reason for mold turning up um, when, we're, when we've eliminated the possibility of leaks uh, happening in the house that would be contributing to mold and moisture. Um, that is entirely within our control. And knowing our humidity stats with a hygrometer and getting the right amount of dehumidification units for the sized home that we have. Uh, we, for example, live in a two-bedroom apartment, very modest uh, quarters, and two compact units that we move around the house as we need is perfect for us. But if you've got a bigger home, a big living, dining, kitchen combined situation where there's a really big open space, you might end up needing 250 litre units in a huge open square meterage situation, especially if you live somewhere with a wet season or a, a damp season. Uh, air conditioners are starting to dry out the air more effectively. There's a lot of the new ones have dehumidification settings. You always just want to be making sure you know where that water's going, where the condensation is collecting, so that you're actually looking at the health of your, your air conditioner as well. Um, but often they don't quite move the needle enough when it comes to wet seasons and humid climates or humid times of the year. So I genuinely believe having a hygrometer and then knowing which rooms need extra support in your house or which times of the day and which human activities need extra support is going to mean mold prevention which is also potentially going to impact your health in a super positive way if the mold spore count stays low because we can't eradicate mold it's a part of our world um, but it's i like thinking about mold and the presence of of different species kind of like our gut microbiome right we want to keep the pathogens in check and in low numbers can we eradicate them completely no uh, but we can keep them in check and that's what we're trying to do with mold and when those counts go too high, you might find people have stuffy noses more. That means you're going to need nasal sprays. I remember as a kid living in an apartment where my dad was wiping down the windows from mold from condensation. I was on prescription medication for post-nasal drip, rhinocort, which was a steroid. Uh, I was on that stuff for like years. Uh, that's an expense. Um, uh, you might need more asthma medication. Now, this is obviously not medical advice, and please don't quit anything just because you bought a dehumidifier. Speak to your doctor, but just notice how many things you might be using in your day-to-day, month-to-month, that are related to respiratory um, or ear, nose, throat situations, and you're having to buy supplements and medications 
where if you actually were able to more successfully prevent mold growth in your home, uh, could you actually start to maybe reduce your dependence on those sorts of things? So it's, you know, it's one of those things where people think, oh gosh, you know, I can't spend like a few hundred dollars on a dehumidifier, but what else are we spending money on in the long run that something like that could support you with? So that's actually one of my best, I mean, it has saved us so much. I haven't thrown out a pair of shoes or a bag uh, in yonks since um, getting our humidity, indoor humidity under control. So that's one of my top tips. Um, and then, you know, yes, I, I appreciate that I've just told you to consider buying something, but also one of the best things we can do for our home is cultivate a simplicity vibe. So our family was forced into simplicity because of the amount of things we needed to, uh, let go of when we were living in a water damaged building for many years. Uh, there were things simply beyond remediation. We could not take things with us, so many things. And it has actually meant that we live really simply and we don't have much stuff. When I said to my friends when we moved house, we just happened to have moved apartments uh, last week, as I record this, when I said, yeah, we got it done in a day and a bit of cleaning the next day, we started preparing the day before. <laughs> they were like, what? <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's very different to me moving in my 20s and 30s when that was a huge undertaking of like a week of packing boxes and boxes. And we just don't have that much stuff. And it is so flipping liberating. So if you are frustrated by the amount of stuff you have, maybe start to think about what you could sell you know, why not make some money and why not move it on to someone who would be grateful for that thing at a cheaper price or give away if you don't need to sell it in a, a buy, swap, sell group. There are tons of them on Facebook. Uh, and try a buy detox if you notice you have a propensity to think, oh yeah, I need one of those, but do you really? Because there's a cultural part to our home lives and, you know, we're seeing stylists on Instagram and we're seeing interior designers just putting beautiful things together. You think, oh, my gray couch really needs a dusty pink throw. It's perfect. And look, it might well be. And that might just bring you so much joy and you might be living simply. And it could be this precious thing that you ask for for Christmas or that you treat yourself to because it really is the finishing touch you've been looking for. But chances are most things aren't required and most things eventually don't bring joy and in fact can bring post-purchase anxiety that our good friend uh, Mel Brown talks, talks about um, uh, so well on her socials. I'll put a link to some of the shows we've done around that uh, as well uh, on today's show, show notes. And then just think, oh gosh, I could use that. Oh, or could I? Do we really need one of those things? I'm going to sleep on it and see if I still feel strongly about that tomorrow. And then another tip around this is just to detach from that cultural need to buy, buy, buy everything uh, is huge money saving there by buying less. Um, asking any friends on Facebook. I mean, that's one of the best things for Facebook now is, is a bit of a personal brains trust. I don't really use it for anything else. 
um, is, hey, has anyone got one of these kicking around? Because we, we need one. But I just thought if someone's got it in their garage, better to save, you know, landfill or clutter in your house and, um, and we can come pick it up. Now, if you're mold sensitive, just a note on getting things from other people's houses or secondhand, because this is something we need to be really careful of. We do a full concrobium wipe down of anything and we do not take anything from anyone's house that's porous. No clothes, uh, unfortunately, anymore. No cushions, sofas, uh, no, no mattresses, no things like that. Nothing that's porous or no soft MDF style wood cabinetry, uh, or pine. Um, but anything else, you know, if someone had an oil heater kicking around, I might need one. Like, why not ask? There'd be a ton of friends who would have installed split systems over the years, but kept the oil heater in the garage because they thought, you know, it's a silly thing to throw away. And then boom, a friend asks for one on Facebook and they can give one away. Exercise bikes, same deal. So do you need to buy stuff? Can you source more intelligently? Do you need it at all? Uh, and then my last tip on, on simplifying in general and then starting to think if you did need something, think more smartly around it. But my next tip in um, de, uh, uh, decreasing, I, I guess, the frequency of, of which we would bring new things into our home is what else needs filling up in your cup that has you buying more stuff all the time in the first place. Whew, this is a big one. I used to literally go with friends to browse in a department store or, a, a, you know, along Oxford Street in my 20s. Any Siviciders would definitely know that Saturday ritual, the markets. I mean, there are so many things that I bought that I had absolutely no requirement for that were absolutely beyond my uh, purchase power uh, and that definitely created a, a cycle of things make me happy. And it was something I had to break uh, and did so very successfully by replacing things make me happy with time and connection make me happy. So time for myself to actually just enjoy a show I really love or enjoy walking through a park with a great podcast that I really love, hint, hint, uh, or catching up with a friend and going for a beautiful walk in a nature reserve or along a beach or even through the city uh, and just using the time to chat and talk and sit down and have a cup of tea or coffee or juice and just really enjoy each other and enjoy nature and realize that enjoying those things will make us so much more deeply happy than enjoying things. That would be my last tip on saving money in the home. Now, mental health. So I was just interviewing the wonderful Lara Bryden. We're doing a show on perimenopause uh, next week, if you listen to the show live. Uh, and it was so brilliant to catch up with her after years of following her work, reading her books, um, and, and helping clarify some of the points in her books uh, during our chat. And something she said was just so powerful. And it's something we all know when we hear it, is that no supplement or medication can simulate rest. 
And if you are someone listening to this podcast who is in their 40s, where your hormones are shifting towards menopause, and I love the words that she uses, it's a graduation to menopause. It's not a medical condition. It's a stage graduation in your life. Um, Then scientifically, that is the time when we actually need rest the most. And of course, the cruelest of ironies is that it tends to be the busiest time for women. But, but if we know it is the number one metric for health success, rest and rejuvenation, then we need to do something about it. We do. You know, everyone's got 24 hours in a day. Everyone's got 60 minutes in an hour. And everyone can move the needle on how we're spending that time. Everyone. We can all. And I am fully conscious of the fact that there are single parents in our community. There are people caring for aging parents or a partner who's extremely unwell. Uh, It can seem like I have no time. Uh, I have felt many times like I have no time uh, for rest. Uh, But if you rest, then you have energy for all the other things. So it's an investment, right? It's an investment. Don't think about it as a cost. Don't think about it as being robbed of getting to do three more things that day that are on the list. Think about it as an investment that compounds in interest and pays off big time in terms of all the other things you want to tick off your your life list and have to get done in your day, whether it's kids, parents, school, career, whatever. Now, there's just so many things. So I would ask you if you if you feel like because there has been a hyper product a hyper productization I feel of nervous system rest and support and there are a couple of partners that I work with that I think are extremely good at what they do and get incredible results through their programs but I also want to discourage anyone from feeling like if you don't have the money for a program then rest can be free lie under a tree in a park with a book or a podcast if you feel like you need to be doing something. Sometimes we've been so busy and so fight or flight that it takes a bit of time to peel back the layers and just enjoy the stillness. Um, Sit cross-legged in front of the ocean waves lapping in front of you. Sit in the forest instead of just walking through the forest. Uh, Just sit there for a little bit and just listen to the different sounds. Tune in. Uh, It's amazing all the different things that you start to hear when you stop. And this kind of deep rest while awake is hugely beneficial to cortisol health fluctuation uh, or the the health of our cortisol fluctuation, i.e. fluctuating when it should (laughs) instead of uh, going high at night or being low in the morning. Um, And it doesn't cost a dime. Just find some nature spend some time and if you find that the time cost is too great for wherever you're at right now in your life i think one of the most unhealthy developments in modern life has been the nucleus family and we need to broaden family as a notion as a community support network and we need to bring in some support 
So if you need to get the kids off your hands for a few hours a week so that you can structure some more rest time for yourself, uh, you know, let's make a list. Let's go, okay, who are your favorite friends that you'd love to spend a day with? And could you round robin with a few parents, you know, the proverbial carpool, but with playdates? And so four families say, yep, I'll take all of your kids, those three families, on that day, we'll go and do a big hike and you have the day to yourself. And then the next weekend, it's you that gets the day off. And then the next weekend, it's the other person. So that everybody's getting some really big carved out moments of alone time and rest. Uh, and if you're finding it really hard to actually rest and you think, oh, but there's the laundry I could be doing right now. I could do some batch cooking. You could, sure. But the rest is the investment. That is the most valuable thing you could be doing when you get that time carved out for you. So strategize uh, and then be gentle. Like, you know, one of my favorite things to do is to watch old Seinfeld episodes and just laugh and rest and relax and forget everything or play tennis, which of course that's not very restful, but it does take my mind off everything else and it is playful and joyful for me. So that is a form of rest. And then another thing is to just shut the lights out half an hour earlier. Everyone can do half an hour earlier. Look at your screens times, screen time stats on your phone and don't tell me you can't do half an hour earlier. Most people can. Uh, and so see where you can do it. If you know the priority of it, if you know the importance of that investment, uh, then you can actually start to strategize for it more effectively because it becomes a project, okay? Rest is super important. It's one of my top priorities. That's sometimes a whole other hurdle. We actually have to deeply prioritize, like really know it is a priority and then start to make the list. Okay, these are the areas in my week where I'm probably wasting a bit of time that I could be using in conscious rest instead. Rest, play, joy. Uh, and what are my favorite ways to rest? Sit in a forest or on a beach? sit on a park bench and have a nice cup of tea, watch children playing. Uh, you know, it's going to be different for everybody. So you tune in to what rest feels best for you. And then if you do struggle with unstructured rest to just simply be, then that is when you can bring in those programs that teach you how to rest, that teach you how to get deeply relaxed, that teach you how to access a flexible nervous system. Uh, not everyone's going to need that. Sometimes you actually just need to know that rest is that important and to start prioritizing it and that'll be enough. Uh, and then, you know, to have really big conversations with partners, with parents, with the village and say, I am actually not feeling my best. I know that to feel my best, I need an hour a day to just be myself or a few hours a week more to be just with me and to rest. Uh, how are we going to structure things to support that for me? And then, of course, what do you need right now that I could support you with? Because there are often, like I gave the family example, could we all swap kids once a week? Um, often there are things that come up and then you find out a friend's been struggling with the exact same thing and then you can work it out together and then you have two heads better than one. But rest 
for your mental health is just so important and it doesn't have to cost a lot and it mostly can be free. It's just a matter of prioritizing it and strategizing for it. And then physical health. We know that we do not need an expensive gym membership or yoga classes if we can't afford them right now or if we need to be spending that money somewhere else. Maybe your kid's getting braces. Maybe, uh, you know, your partner's just going through a bit more time trying to find a job. I mean, there's so many reasons why budgets shift. Maybe it's the cost of food right now uh, that has gone up and it's really just made you have to crunch your numbers. So could you just follow a great person on YouTube uh, and do their classes? Could you get a membership to a workout uh, platform online that's, you know, $10, $15 a month and do it that way. I love wonderful gyms and yoga communities. Don't get me wrong. There's probably some of you guys listening right now. They are worth their weight in gold for the community factor and the motivation factor. But if you're listening and you need some help or a reminder at just how much you can do for your physical health that is free or that is super, super low cost, Walking is free. Body weight resistance training is free, you know, and uh, just getting out there in nature and sunlight for your physical health is huge and free. Do you need some vitamin D supplementation support because you live in the Northern Hemisphere and those winters can be very, very long? Sure, maybe some people do. Luckily, vitamin D3 is one of the cheapest supplements you can find at good quality. I can pop a couple of options in the show notes for you to chat to your practitioners about. Um, But these things don't have to cost a lot of money. Physical health, a lot of people think it has to be this structured, I'm showing up, but it actually doesn't. You have to, again, want it enough to prioritize it. And then if that's happening then it can actually be completely free. Uh, You will get fantastic results doing a home body resistance training, just following along with someone on YouTube. Uh, You know, I'm not in shape because I can't afford the gym is actually just unfortunately a big fat excuse. (laughs) And, uh, you know, sometimes we need that tough reality just, you know, to to hit us like a ton of bricks and, and push us into action. So I hope that's that's helpful for you. Uh, and then, of course, I'm going to give a plug to our Lotox Club. It's only $49 a year. So that's a co- coffee a month if you averaged it out as a monthly cost, about, you know, $4.50 or something. And we have special brand arrangements for people to stock up on their Lotox things all year round and things coming and going that are specifically for members. So you will save that $49 Uh, and then save some more. And you will also save through the member masterclasses because the changes, ahas and um, knowledge that people gain from even just one really relevant masterclass over the whole 12 months could mean a lot less time wasted on supplements uh, and testing that helped you get to the root of why you weren't feeling so great or helped you learn about something that could save you a ton of cash. Uh, We've got so many different stories from from women who have been supported, from men who have been supported in the Lotox Club in different ways. 
Maybe it's even just being able to ask a question in the Lotox Club community and you get a ton of answers and it means you don't waste time buying crappy uh, na- uh, nappies, for example. Well, crappy nappies, that's uh, that's always going to be a thing. <laughs> but poor quality nappies. Uh, if you wanted to buy eco nappies where the poop's already um, coming out the side on the second day and you're like, no, that whole kit cost me a hundred bucks. Um, to have a brain's trust that that helps you make less mistakes in your low-tox life as you try things and swap things is also a huge money saver. And so for anyone listening to the show, we actually are giving away my second book to all Australian peeps who uh, join the club in September. So if you're listening live, uh, then that is going to be something that you automatically receive because you fill your address out when you're checking out. Uh, and then I will also, for the people overseas, give you, uh, of course, one of the club perks, which is 50% off all of our courses. So that's something I can at least do for everybody out there. Uh, but the Aussies will get a copy of Lotox Life Food, which has a ton of food-related money-saving tips in it if you join the club in September. Uh, so that is one of my last money-saving tips when it comes to home, mental health, physical. So just to recap, remember with your home, if you have a historical issue of just buying things without much reflection, maybe with a bit of impulsion, could you sleep on it and see if it's still important to you the next day? Could you talk to it, a friend or family member about it before you buy it so that you get a, a logical sounding board outside of yourself? Um, and don't do that with an agreeable friend who's always like, yeah, that'd look great for you. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Like with a good, honest friend or family member. Could you look at some of the preventative things you could do, like getting a hygrometer and dehumidifier that cost money now that then save you a ton of cash in the future? Could you get one great cast iron pan and pot or tray and then never have to buy that kind of item again. I just realized I didn't even talk about those in the main body of that section of the show today. But wow, so, so helpful. Um, Solid Technics is my go-to brand, and I will pop a link in the show notes for them. I adore their work. And through that link, you'll be able to see different things that they've got on. Um, They always launch their new products on Kickstarter, so it's a great way to get a, a good bargain. But again, buy once, buy well. That is actually one of the number one ways to save on all things low-tox home. And I'm a big fan of just phasing things out slowly but surely and saving up for those bigger ticket items rather than continuing to buy crappy quality, um, even the green pan style stuff, the neo flan, the, the things with thin ceramic coatings. Also a really big waste of money in the end because they don't last very long. And then as soon as they're scratched, they're not non-stick anymore. Learning the art of seasoning and cast iron pan or cooking with stainless uh, for me in the long run is saving thousands of dollars over a lifetime and then gets to be passed on to your kids. So that was the big stuff in the home category. Then of course, mental rest is your number one priority Think about how you can get more of it. Talk to people in your life about what you need and make a plan for it if you need structure. 
Uh, if it's proving really tricky, then maybe that's when you could look at investing in a course that helps you with nervous system support and mental rest. Uh, and then, of course, the physical, just get moving, just get outside. Both can be entirely free and both need to be a whole bunch more than we are statistically doing as people right now. And then, of course, join the club. I'd love to see you there. So I'll give you all the resources in the show notes. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you picked up a few tips. I would love to hear anything that jumped out for you when you share it on Instagram. Just tag me at LotoxLife. Uh, and I'll share your ahas across with other beautiful people in our community. Have a beautiful rest of your day wherever you are. And thanks for tuning in as always. And that is today's show. Thank you so much for tuning in. A reminder, we have so many fantastic shows in our archives these days. If this particular topic was helpful to you, head over to lotoxlife.com forward slash podcast and click on the podcast directory, which gives you food, body, home, mind, and environmental health topics segmented so you can see all the shows that we've done in all of those areas and head straight to what you want. A reminder, we also have 10 fabulous e-courses that I've written with various doctors, naturopaths, health professionals, and experts over the years to support you on your low-tox journey, whether it's making daily swaps, getting ready to make babies, looking after your inflammation, you can hit the courses tab on lotoxlife.com to explore those. And lastly, I would love to meet you on socials. Go and head over to at lotoxlife on Instagram or find us on Facebook. It's always such a pleasure to chat and see how you guys are going when you share favorite shows and share them with your friends. I absolutely love that. A little reminder, of course, that all of our shows are not intended as medical advice. They are intended to open the minds and hearts of people and maybe help you explore something you hadn't considered yet, but please always check in with your health professional. And one last little request, if you have time to leave us a review wherever you listen to this podcast, that would just mean the world to me because it helps us get out there and have other people have confidence that that thing they're considering pressing play on is absolutely worth it. I'll catch you for the next show you tune into. Thanks for joining me again. This is Alex Stewart, founder of Lotox Life.